Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What a perfect morning to have on the Sports Gods aligning all the stories with our next guest from the number one rated Mm. afternoon show in all of the Metroplex, not sports radio, all radio. It is Brian Broadus from the G-Bag Nation, brought to you by Sonic. Mm. Good. Oh, that time Choppy was late. Sorry, blame Uh, Sailor. He texted me. Broadus is joining us from Ranger Spring Training on the Diamond Factory Hotline. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How we doing? What time are you waking up out there? It's weird. I'm like, it's like 5.30 in the morning. It's just immediately my eyes open up, and I start getting on Twitter and reading stories. And, you know, it's a good time because uh, a lot of my guys and gals are at the Combine right now. So, you know, I'm, they're up earlier than me, actually, on some of this stuff. So, you know, kind of, uh, kind of get the day started. Uh, you know, trying to watch some film at night, keep up with these college players, and then, uh, you know, do a do a good show during the day. I think we've had a lot of fun out here. I really, really, the Rangers have been super cool to us. The players have been even better. So it's a you know a good start to uh, to baseball season for us out here. Have the nosebleeds embarrassed you? I'll tell you what, man. These guys, they are. It's not embarrassing. It's just it's. <laughs> funny to uh you know Chiafalo is uh he's one of these guys that just he doesn't really and I mean this in respect he really doesn't care I mean you know (laughs) hey it's like you know player couch in the uh you know we've talked about this a bunch you know he he just like he sees things he'll just kind of plop down you know hey the cup of coffee over here oh it says players only uh you know Eric you can't you know, oh, no, it's good. We'll, we'll get a cup of coffee here. He reminds me a lot of myself when I was his age, when you kind of like, you know, you would walk into like, well, I, I remember last time we were out here three years ago and we got locked out. I'm like, listen, we just, let's just cut through the clubhouse. You know, it's fine. We'll cut through. And <laughs> you know, next thing you know, we got Rangers PR staff following us to make sure that we got our way out. And I'm like, see, you got to act like you know what you're doing here. Just walk through the clubhouse. Nobody's going to, nobody's going to care. And sure enough, they cared, but that's Eric and Zach. They've done a really super job interacting with these players. I mean, the audio that we've gotten from the locker room, the players have been great. And it's just been a lot of fun. These young guys do a great job. The Rangers player or interview that has jumped out to you with the coverage over there? i tell you what, it's funny. We did, you know, we did three of them yesterday. And I mean, it, this, if you go back, because I just I can't pick one, and I'm usually a hate not you know I'm not a fence rider guy. Yeah. But man, you know we've you know we've th- those guys have really have gone in there and they've done a really it's fun because they ask like these ridiculous questions, <laughs> and I think the players kind of dig that. You know, I think that they really really they're okay with like you know okay like. 
you know, asking Taylor Hearn if Zach's shirt is uh, too big. And Zach wore a shirt yesterday. Looked like he got it from Big Tex. Seriously, I mean, like his state soda. Big Tex. Yeah, I mean, he's his shirt is like so. You know, they ask him the question like on a scale of one to ten, where would you rate this shirt as being oversized? And Taylor Hearn goes eleven. You know, and it just you know, and then you know he's asking, and 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 then and then Eric forgets a question, and in the middle of it, he goes, "Oh, damn!" And then Zach just jumps right in with a question, and they have this rapid fire way. But to to to, to answer your question, these players have all been good. I mean, I'm not trying to ride a fence or anything, but. It, it's been fun and it's been refreshing. And I think for these guys, they get so many of these, well, how you feeling? And the big, our big line has been, you know, everybody wants to, you know, one of the most overrated statements a player makes this time is I'm in the best shape of my life. Right. You know, I'm in the best shape, this best shape. So now it's turned into, that's one of our questions. And then it turns, <laughs> and then you've got players. It's like, no, that's a lie. That's completely, I'm not, I was in the best shape 10 years ago is what I was. So, yeah, it's it's been a, it's been a lot of fun with those guys. Brian brought us from the D-Bag Nation, joining us on your home of the Rangers and Cowboys. So Mike McCarthy is dominating yeah. all the TV shows this morning with his mm-hmm. comments on the changes to the offense with him calling the plays. He says it's going to be about 30%. And here's an audio clip of McCarthy saying, this is the most fun he's had here coaching this team. This is the most fun I've had since I've been in Dallas. I mean, just to be in the meeting room again with the coaches full time. Um, you know, we've been getting, you know, just to go, you know, 8 to 1130 and, and, and break. And it's, you've been talking nothing but, you know, skiing. You know, I, I haven't had that. So, um, so that, that part's different. But then, uh, you know, you have you know, all these great, great responsibilities here that you have to keep doing. And um, so you just you got you to delegate more. I mean, I, we have a good plan. Um, I, I think doing this in year four is totally different than, you know, would have been doing in year one, especially coming in with the pandemic and everything that we had year one. So, Brian, the quote that everyone's losing their minds over is this, and we need you to translate it. Football translate. I've been where Kellen has been. Kellen wants to light the scoreboard up, but I want to run the damn ball so I can rest my defense. I don't desire to be the number one offense in the league. I want to be the number one team in the league with a number of wins and a championship. Can you translate that and and why you think or don't think Cowboy fans should be freaking out? Well, I think what's really funny is that Mike McCarthy clearly had a problem with Kellen Moore. You know, the the fact that he wasn't in the meetings and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, I'm again, I'm probably being a little bit uh, too critical here. But, you know, that's that's the biggest issue I see right there. The fact that he's been the meetings and I would kind of like to believe that Mike McCarthy would have been in the meetings the whole time. You know, I'd like to have believed that Mike McCarthy was kind of trying to have a direction, a direction of what he wanted to do with the play calling, the fact that he's saying he's having fun now and all sounds like he's having fun because Kellen Moore's not in the building anymore Mm. is really what he's saying. So, yeah, I mean, you know, to me, I think Mike McCarthy is super happy. I think he really is disappointed. He lost Joe Philbin. I don't think Jerry Jones was going to pay Joe Philbin $2 million a year to be an offensive line coach. I really don't. And I think that, well, Mike's happy because he's got Brian Schottenheimer now working with him and he doesn't have Kellen Moore in the building anymore. He can say all the nice things he wants about Kellen Moore, but, you know, he's now going to be a different coach because he's got his guy in the building and stuff like that. Yeah. I think that I think the comments we need to focus on really are the ones when he's talking about his quarterback. He wants to run the ball more. I don't know if he particularly trusts his quarterback going into year eight. I think he's worried about the interceptions. I think he's worried about the turnovers. Mm-hmm. I think he I think he wants to help the quarterback the best he can. And he kind of feels like with him as the primary play caller, 
and with Brian Schottenheimer and Mike Solari and, you know, and others, uh, you know, uh, putting the game plan together, uh, then, you know, he's going to be able to help Dak when he feels like, listen, I don't want to put him in harm's way, throwing the ball down the middle of the field. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to sit there and, and have him have to make decisions in the red zone before halves that could cost us points. So, yeah, I mean, Mike McCarthy, sure, you're having fun right now. But I think I think he's having fun because he's got the coaches in place he wants and, you know, that he can now be involved. And we'll see. You know, this is really, really an important year for Mike McCarthy because all of a sudden if you get Dak Prescott and he's not playing well or he's turning the ball over still, and, you know, then and this is on Mike McCarthy because, you know, Kellen Moore, let's be honest, the offense statistically and analytically, Chop, I think I'm right about this when you guys do all these numbers. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best offenses in the league. Yeah. You know, when you look at points, you know, po- points per drive and all that stuff like that, it's one of the best in the league. And, you know, the fact that Kellen Moore quickly was let go here and then picked up by the Chargers, I think says a lot that this was this was in the making uh, from, uh, you know, a long time ago. Mike McCarthy clearly. But this is what bothers me about Mike McCarthy, and I'm sorry about my long answer here, but this is what bothers me about Mike McCarthy, that he has a head coach. He didn't step in earlier and say stuff to Kellen Moore. Now, maybe he felt like, well, maybe things are going pretty good here. Why do I have to do that? Right. Kind of feel like, though, that this Mike McCarthy has clearly put himself in the line of fire, uh, uh, not only for the front office, but, though, for, you know, for the scrutiny from media and fans a- across the world. Brought us, you know, we do think that this was an indictment on Dak. This what are we? Statement. What are we calling it? Let's give him the option of which one he uh, likes better. Oh, yes, uh, either regressgot or indactment. <laughs> uh, either one, you could choose indactment, which. Indactment sounds really good. Yeah, it right. does. That yeah. was mine. Um, so we do think this is an indictment on Dak. I can't imagine the the Bengals or the Bills or the Chiefs saying, "Man, we're going to run the ball more and take the ball out of the quarterback's hands." Do you think that if Mike was in full control of all personnel that he would look to move on already, like even this year in the draft? Oh, I think that's, uh, you know, Mike comes from a program that we started in Green Bay a long time ago in the early 90s, 92 is when we kind of first started doing this. And that was drafting quarterbacks. And that was evaluating quarterbacks. And that was, you know, I mean, the Packers have been very fortunate throughout you know, Mike's tenure there with the Favre and then with Rodgers and, you know, and, and doing that. But they were always drafting quarterbacks. And, you know, I, I kind of feel like, though, that, you know, that, that where the where the maybe the crossroads for Mike McCarthy and for, uh, you know, for Kellen Moore were like, you can't keep putting him in those situations, Kellen. You can't. And you're like, well, you know, we, we're doing this. We're functioning. We're scoring points. We're moving the ball. We're, you know, all these things. And, you know, Mike probably had to bite his lip a little bit about it, you know, and, and just, you know, say, hey, listen, I'm, you know, okay, fine. But, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, one day I'm going to take this thing over. So, yeah, I, I feel like, though, that, you know, if, if, you know, this is an evaluation about Dak, they, they've got an issue here. I mean, yeah. they really do because they're in a situation now where they're talking about, you know, extensions and stuff like that. You got an agent that's not going to make it easy on them for an extension at all. Mm. I mean, you know, Todd France is not going to be your buddy on this one. Yeah. He's just not. And so, you know, the Cowboys are kind of in a spot where they're like, they if Mike McCarthy stays as the head coach, what's his opinion about Dak? Yeah, you know, and can he get Dak to play where he doesn't turn the ball over? Because if he doesn't do that, then Mike McCarthy's not going to be here, and Dan Quinn with his with his nice big salary now is going to be your next head coach. 
So, you know, I think it's really, really important for him. But, yeah, maybe, you know, there's things that obviously that that during the season that, that, uh, that you know, Mike McCarthy looked at Dak and's like, you can't play football with this guy this way. You just can't. Correct me where you think I need to be corrected. Uh, and I know I, I, I may want to steal him as a guest before you all get him. Michael Lombardi, the former GM, your best friend, I can see him standing up and applauding McCarthy's statements because he destroys Kellen, calls him the joystick for the way he calls sure. plays. In my opinion, if you don't believe in Dak Prescott is the ultimate guy, you should support McCarthy's statements here, even though they seem old school. This After the San Fran game, I made up that decision in my mind. This guy can't win it for you. So I'm supporting... Mike McCarthy here, and Bobby Belt is so furious, he's live texting us. So it's going to be me versus Choppy and Bobby. Do you agree that you have to support McCarthy and this change in philosophy if you don't absolutely love the quarterback? And do you personally, Brian Broaddus, agree with it? Well, the thing about it is, and the thing that Mike Lombardi talks about all the time, and, and, and actually, you know, with quarterback play, it's a very, very difficult evaluation. Todd Archer, I think, has the best line. When you talk to Todd, Todd's like, listen, if a guy's not winning me a championship or get me to a championship game in five years, I'm kind of thinking about moving on, Right. you know, because I don't want it to get a situation where, you know, I'm, I'm having to just uh, take all of my cap or the, uh, a large portion of my cap and put it into a player that, you know, is not, is not doing what you need him to do. And so, yeah, I, you know, I applaud McCarthy for, for standing up and saying, you know, I just wish Mike would have done it with Kellen Moore. And maybe he did. Maybe it took, you know, it took, uh, you know, uh, Cooper Rush being quarterback for five weeks for Mike McCarthy to say, look, that's how you do it right yeah. there. We yeah. got a really good defense. And so I'm really not answering your question, but I'm just saying, though, to me, I, I subscribe to what. Todd Archer's talking about here and my and, and Mike Lombardi and guys like that. And I, I applaud, you know, Mike McCarthy for stepping up and saying, listen, I've got to try and help this guy, but if he keeps turning the ball over, he's not going to be any good to us, you know? And so that's kind of where I think they're at right now. And, you know, this quarterback evaluation, you know, this is a, this is a draft and, you know, Choppy can tell you all about Hendon hooker, you know, who's a, you know, if they, if they all of a sudden, Call off and draft a, a Hendon Hooker like in the in the third round, you know, when they have an opportunity there, that's going to tell you a lot, really, what they think about Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. You know, this this whole thing of, well, we'll wait to the sixth, seventh round and draft a quarterback. No, if they go out, if they haul off and they say, you know what, Hendon Hooker is one of the best quarterbacks we've seen. You know, we've got all the top guys. We don't have a shot for the top guys. We don't have a shot for Richardson or you know any other guys playing. But we have a shot at this guy. Now he's, you know, the, the knee stuff, all those things. But you haul off and draft him like in the third round. Now now you've got really everybody's attention. Where was Jalen Carter? Where is he on your board? And are you dropping him after this incident? No, I, you know what? I, it sounds like to me, and I talked to a bunch of guys yesterday in the league, and, you know, you now got to there's, – there's, this is not the first issues this cat's had to deal with. You know, Todd McShay came out there and put him on the table the other day, basically saying, hey, this guy's got some things you need to change. And everybody's like, oh, man, what's he doing? That's a hater, hater guy, you know. Right. No, no, no. We all owe Todd McShay an apology. And I I knew you don't sit there and put stuff out there like that unless you absolutely have it on fact that there's more issues. 
And I talked to five guys. I had one scout call me up and say, listen, I told you this guy's an issue. I told you this. And you didn't want to listen. And I'm like, I'm fine. Okay, I get it, bro. Give me a break. You know? I mean, you're MFing me right now for something. I mean, I'm just, you know, he's saying, listen, as you evaluate this player, Brian, and this was several weeks ago, as you evaluate this guy, know there's a lot more going on here. And I'm like, okay, fine. I just kind of, you know, put it off as, you know, this guy's going to be the number one player. But, you know, we'll see. The fact that he turned himself in last night, I think he posted Bond at like 1140 Eastern time last night. You know, we'll see. There's now, now it turns into every team that's in the top of the draft is sending their security director to Athens, Georgia, to figure this out. If you're fortunate enough, a team that has contacts with the FBI, you're starting to use those contacts too. So this is a, this is a decision that is going to draw a lot of attention, and it's going to take a lot of resources to make sure you make the right one. Fantastic stuff. Keep eating the food. I love the food reviews, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up with you. Thank you for breaking up with us. No problem, man. Helmet nachos today should be on Ooh, the menu, so check it out. Really? A little preview. What's, yeah, the well, be- what's the worst and the best you've eaten so far? Was the brat the worst? The brat was the worst because it had no crunch to it. It had no pop. It wasn't grilled very yeah. much. It's you crunch like people. Steam. You know, yeah. crunch, the, the, the flavor of the grill, it gives it flavor, Choppy. The when flavor's you, in the meat. Like, do you not like the hot dog burnt a little bit? I don't like hot dogs. Then shut well, up. Yeah, you'd have, loved, you'd have loved this Texas dog yesterday, Chop. That thing had some pop to it. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Needs a little pop. Well, snap, little, little casing. Yeah. Need, need that animal <laughs> skin, that animal fat wrapped around it. Thank you. There you go. Thank you, Brian. There you go. Brian brought us Diamond Factory Hotline. Let's cross talk with the KMC Masterpiece live from Surprise after this. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 